They want to scrape off all the foreign accretions, such as Greek philosophy, that have attached themselves to Islam over the centuries and go back to a supposedly pure version of the faith. One big reason the conservative reformers have won the day so far is that some governments, especially the wealthy states of the Persian Gulf, have sponsored the ultra-conservatives. Because rich Muslim governments have put their thumbs on the conservative side of the scale, Hersi Ali wants the United States and other Western countries to do the same on the liberal side. There are many problems with this approach. For one thing, the United States has laws against promoting one set of religious beliefs over another. Before 9-11, the U.S. government refused to fund programs that gave preference to one sect over others, or a more tolerant version of a faith over a less tolerant form. Although there was some wiggle room for secular programs, such as science education, overseen by religious institutions, better officials argued to promote human rights and religious freedoms without the trappings of religion. But after the attacks, the U.S. government began to make a few exceptions to this long-standing tradition by funding some Muslim institutions overseas to promote pluralistic versions of Islam. For example, The U.S. Agency for International Development Mission in Indonesia funded a group that put pluralistic messages in religious sermons, delivered by women, and sponsored a radio show about religion and tolerance. That's not quite what Hersi Ali wants. The programs didn't repudiate parts of Islamic scripture or seek to reform the religion wholesale. But it's close. Such programs are rare and usually get axed by government lawyers. When I served at the U.S. State Department as a senior advisor for countering violent extremism, I tried to fund a proposal submitted by a small Muslim non-governmental organization overseas to compile Islamic scriptures that promoted tolerance. Its plan was to use the compilation to teach locals about pluralism in the vernacular of their religion. Religious tolerance is an American value, after all, so why not fund others who saw that same value reflected in their own faith? And since they were just compiling scripture, not writing interpretations of it, I didn't think we would run up against U.S. law. But the lawyers at the State Department would have none of it, even though the department itself had funded a similar program elsewhere. Compiling such a document, they argued, would still promote one interpretation of a religion over another. When I asked about the similar program that was being funded elsewhere, they responded that it probably shouldn't have been funded either, and said they might need to review that program too. Needless to say, the non-governmental organization had to look elsewhere for support. Given the institutional and legal barriers to funding religious groups that promote American values, It is impossible to imagine the U.S. government funding the reformation of an entire religion. Backfire Government backing of liberal Muslim reformers would run into more practical problems, too. For the sake of argument, assume that the U.S. government, finding the national security argument so compelling, managed to circumvent its laws and political culture to fund programs aimed at reforming Islam. At that point, it would still have to figure out whom to fund. There are plenty of smart, well-meaning Muslim liberals to choose from, to be sure. 
But as anyone who has followed the liberal Muslim reform movement lately knows, many of its loudest advocates, clamoring for money and attention, are not so tolerant. They don't want to see Muslim societies where conservatives and liberals compete for a share in the marketplace of ideas. They want the conservatives locked up or legally prohibited from spreading their ideas. Like Hirsi Ali, who approvingly quotes Egyptian President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi, they are willing to overlook the bloody excesses of dictators as long as they claim to promote Islamic reform and suppress conservative Muslim activists and political parties. This is not liberalism. This is intolerance dressed up as liberalism. True liberals would decry authoritarianism, whatever its religious hue. Still, imagine the U.S. government managed to navigate a thicket of laws and find its Muslim Martin Luther. His or her cause is going to suffer greatly in the arena of Muslim.